It's FM104's Switched On. Right, from three new live-action Star Wars movies, Daisy Ridley's return as Rey in a film set after the rise of Skywalker, Ahsoka's official trailer, Lucasfilm's studio showcase at Star Wars Celebration all last week in London was filled with a ton of exciting reveals from that galaxy far, far away. Geek Ireland's editor, Olivia Fahey, she was lucky enough to be there and she joins me now to chat all about Olivia. Hello and thank you very much for joining me on Switched On. How are you? I'm good. I'm very tired still. It was one hell of a weekend with more than nearly 20,000 steps a day. (laughs) taken in but uh but you know what i had to do it again it was gas crack before we get into exactly what was released tell me about the actual event itself like it looked like a mini comic-con and not to be all cheesy here but it really was a real celebration of all things star wars yeah that's literally why they called it celebration it's basically a place for people to come and share their joy and you know kind of like cheer on their their favorite actors and characters from from the franchise um i love how you called it a mini comic-con there was nothing mini about this <laughs> this is like a specific star wars comic-con like a star wars convention um and it was held in the excel center in london the year before it was actually in anaheim in los angeles um the Excel Center, for anyone who's ever been, you'll know that it is absolutely gigantic. If you've never been, no, it is absolutely gigantic. <laughs> there were, I think, now don't quote me on this because I haven't actually gotten the numbers confirmed, but I heard through talk of um, some, from some of the security guards that there were 40,000 people in the building on Saturday. Stop. Oh, wow. That's the, the scale we're massive. talking about. Yeah, so I actually showed up. I was hoping to try and get them to the standby line for Ahsoka, but because my flight was late, A, I missed it, and B, there wasn't one, it turns out. So that was, I missed that. Um, so I ran straight to what's called the Star Wars Live stage, which is where they were doing all of the live streams, because on the schedule, Hayden Christensen, a.k.a. Anakin Skywalker, a.k.a. Darth Vader, um, was supposed to be on the stage at a quarter past 12. So I was like, well, it's half 11 now. I'll go in and I'll try and see like if I can catch it. Uh the crowds were insane. I ended up having to stand behind the crane <laughs> for the camera for the live stream. And I was trying to watch through his his camera lens. And I waited and I waited and I waited. And of course, it's live and people are busy. And he was already off doing like autographs and had a photo op. So unfortunately, missed his slot to come out onto the main stage. Um, and I was just like getting so overwhelmed by the crowds that I decided, you know what, I'm going to go and just find my friends and then I'll make a plan with them and they can show me around because it was just completely overwhelming at first. Then once you kind of get the lay of the land, you're like, right, now I know where everything is. Now I know what I want to do. Let's do this thing. And oh my God, it was just some of the best days I've ever had. Do you know what else was very impressive on this? The people presenting the stuff were really interesting as well. Like the lady who introduced Hayden Christensen onto the stage, her introduction was amazing. Even ending with from my bedroom wall to yeah. Star Wars celebration. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I love that so much. You could tell that she was a proper fan and it just really, really worked. So let, let's start with Hayden, who, if anybody follows you on Instagram, uh, Miss Fahey, at, at Toxicoli on Instagram, will see <laughs> a beaming photo of you. You could have looked a little bit happier, to be fair. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are so happy beside him. What was he like, first of all? So do you know what? That experience was so quick it was like you only got 10 seconds barely with the with the celeb and essentially you're like queuing up you go in you're told no hugging no shaking hands now sometimes the celeb will turn around and 
do that. Uh, but because this was so quick, he literally didn't even have time to barely say hello to people. So I walked up. I said, hey, how's it going? He clocked the accent straight away. He was like, oh, hi, nice accent. And I was like, thank you. I'm Irish. <laughs> and he goes, oh, how cool. And then suddenly they're like, pose. And then you turn to the camera, you smile. And he goes, thanks for coming. Nice to meet you. And I was like, nice to meet you too. And then whoosh, I was gone. That was it. Yeah. But oh, do you know what? He was like, he was so in those 10 seconds. He was so lovely. He tried to have some conversation, even as people yeah. are kind of being like, come on, hurry it up. Um, and yeah, gazing into his beautiful blue eyes was, was made me very happy. And I told my husband that. <laughs> I was going to say, was the wedding ring on or off or hiding hand? or uh, when, when I showed him the photograph, I, when I showed my husband the photograph, I literally said to him, like, look, the wedding ring stayed on. I was good. <laughs> I had never done any of those like celebrity meet and greet things before until I went and I did one in um, Liverpool at a WWE event and you know you pay like you, sometimes you pay a ridiculous amount of money so maybe I was paying like 50 euro for like a photograph of one person but the one person I wanted was Becky Lynch because she was Irish and like that like you're saying it's really quick normally but then as soon as I walked in and said all right Becky what's the story you know literally I got maybe maybe a minute extra than other people didn't get just because I was Irish so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice when, like, because, you know, everybody loves the Irish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, come on, gotta got to work it in. Like, hilariously, like, I don't even have what I would call, like, the strongest Irish accent. But even I kind of felt myself, like, making it stronger just to try and get noticed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So what, what what is Hayden doing, if anything? Or was he just there because he was in it in the past? So basically, he was recently in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So mm-hmm. that kind of was his reintroduction to the Star Wars franchise. And he did come onto the, the Star Wars live main stage, as you were saying, um, on the Sunday now. And unfortunately, after me waiting all freaking day for him <laughs> to come onto the stage, um, I had literally stepped onto the train to head to the airport and I felt my phone buzz. And I was like, if that is Rob texting me to say he's just stepped out onto the stage, I am going to have a conniption. And yes, oh, no. he had just stepped onto the stage. So I kind of feel like, you know, he heard I arrived and decided not to show up on the Saturday. And then, I mean, show up on the stage. He was in the building, but just not show yeah. up on the stage. And then heard I'd left and made sure there was no way for me to turn back before coming out of the stage on, on Sunday. That's my ego talking. I am very Devil. well aware. But I was just like, the timing could not have been more hilarious. Um, So I did miss it. But there's a moment where he was asked about his experience with the fan reaction to him playing Anakin and how it has differed from when he first did it to now. And we actually put the put the video up on the Geek Ireland social media pages because you could see him getting so emotional, wiping away a tear because the crowd is just showing him so much love. And after so many years of people really and truly like, I can't remember. Are we allowed curse at this time? I think we're allowed uh, curse at this time. Ish. Yeah, look, yeah, ish. I mean, look, they, look, they, they taking the Mickey out of him, shall we say? There we yeah, go. They, I, they, I found they, a workaround. They, yeah, look, it was his facial expressions, Olivia, or lack thereof. I think that was the main. That was the main thing, and and woodenness, perhaps some some fans maybe didn't like. Yeah, and like I think, but also the writing was so terrible, so there wasn't really yeah. much for him to to work with. And then if you see him perform in something like I don't know if anybody listening has ever seen it, but Shattered Glass, he is phenomenal in it. Like he really and truly is very very good in it. And everyone kind of went, oh, oh, that's what he's capable of. And then still like nothing really kind of happened with his career. So for him to get a second shot at this, and he did a pretty good job with. Anakin slash Vader in the Obi-Wan series 
to the point that he is rumored to be appearing in Ahsoka, which is the new spin-off series, um, which will be landing on Disney Plus now in August. No exact tell date me, yet. But tell yeah. me a little. Tell me a little bit about that because that was one of the uh, one of the big ticket items that they that they re- that they announced during the week. Yeah, so Ahsoka is kind of the the next biggest series that they have this year after the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian's going to be finishing up now next week. Ahsoka's going to be landing in August. So they made a couple of casting announcements. Uh, we already knew that, uh, of course, Rosario Dawson was returning as um, Ahsoka Tano, who was a character in Star Wars The Clone Wars and Rebels. So it was an animated character brought to live action um, in The Mandalorian. Um, now we have Mary Elizabeth Winstead is has been announced as playing Hera Sandula, another Rebels character. She, <laughs> hilariously, is married to none other than Obi-Wan Kenobi himself, Ewan McGregor. I am not implying anything. Keep it in the family. But Keep it in the family. <laughs> it is kind of cute that they're both in Star Wars. I will say that. Um, then they also have, oh, I'm trying to think of her name now, Natasha... Liu uh, Bordizzo. That's the one. She's playing Sabine Wren. She is a Mandalorian who was also part of the Ghost Crew, which was helmed by Harris and Dula. Um, so she's also going to be appearing in it. Um, and then we also actually have an Irish. Now, I actually don't know whether he calls himself Irish or whether he calls himself English, but uh, Ray Stevenson, he's from Lisburn in Northern Ireland, um, was born there and then moved to the UK when he was a child. So we'll see... Um, what, what way he actually identifies there but we're I'm going to claim as Irish they claim enough of ours as English so we might as well claim one back as well um, and he's actually going to be playing one of the villains in the franchise as well so for those who didn't see Rebels or Clone Wars or anything like that Ahsoka is essentially going to be chasing down a character called Grand Admiral Thrawn now the name has popped up in the Mandalorian before as well um, but primarily featured in Star Wars Rebels. He was kind of the main antagonist there. Um, also features in the comics, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, in Ahsoka, he's going to be played by Lars Mikkelsen, who also voiced the role in um, Rebels, which was a great little tidbit because they only announced that on the Saturday during the live uh, panel. They'd released the trailer the day before and all you could see was the back of his head. And looking at it, you kind of go that looks like the back of Lars Mikkelsen's head, but nothing had been confirmed. So when it was, you were like, bingo. Um, They can sense that there is some sort of grumblings in the universe and that maybe what the Empire had set out to do and all the people who were still supportive of the Empire, were they're not all totally gone. And what they're sensing is the rise of the First Order, maybe with Grand Admiral Thrawn at its helm. So... The last time they saw Thrawn, he was being brought into hyperspace by a bunch of Purgles um, and Ezra Bridger, who was a Jedi apprentice in Rebels. He is also going to be brought to live action because he went missing along with Thrawn. So if Thrawn is re-emerging, they're hopeful that Ezra Bridger is also emerging as well. So that's going to be the journey of Ahsoka. That was probably a very long ramble, but I'm very excited (laughs) for this series, if you couldn't tell. Well, something that I am excited for, because... Like two, I'll get hate for this. I, I will. One of my favorite characters in the entire Star Wars universe. I love Ray, and I love Daisy Ridley as Ray. And a lot of people I speak to are like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Hey, I prefer her over Princess Leia in things." Um, oh, get, get out! I get, I get. Oh, I get absolute abuse for this, right? <laughs> Rightly but so. She, she is returning 
For three movies, it's going to be set 15 years after the events of The Rise of Skywalker. She walked out on the stage. She said her heart is pounding. She looked just delighted to be back involved. I'm so excited for this. She did look delighted. Now, just to clarify, it's confirmed for one film for oh, her. Okay, okay. There's so three there was, movies though and she's going to be was three, one There was three, yes, there was three movies announced. So James Mangold, Dave Filoni and Charmino uh, Obeyed Chinoy, if I've butchered mm-hmm. that, apologies. Um, They're going to be the three future directors of upcoming Star Wars films. James Mangold is helming the one in the past, which is going to be about the first Jedi. Um, I think it's actually called Dawn of the Jedi. Um, I think that's been confirmed now. Another one's going to be set. Apesy, but okay. We'll <laughs> um, another one's going to be set kind of like in the, and listeners can't see, but I'm doing quotations over my head when I say present. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be like a culmination of the TV series. And that's going to be headed up by Dave Filoni, who has worked alongside John Favreau on all of these live action series and also worked on the Clone Wars. And I think Rebels. I say with an upward inflection because I'm hoping that's correct. Um, and then the last one is um, the one that's going to be about Rey starting her own new Jedi Order. So it's unclear if there's going to be more after that. But, you know, you'd kind of think that maybe they they might launch their own like new trilogy with Rey mm, as their, mm. their main protagonist. So there is scope for it, but we'll have to... I think we're going to wait and see how the first one goes down and then go follow on from that and for anyone who was wondering about Taika Waititi's um, upcoming pro- uh, project it's still in the works but he's being very protective of it Kathleen Kennedy said so she was just like when he's ready with it we'll we'll have more information then it's quite amazing isn't it how this little small movie from George Lucas's head in the 80s has just completely exploded like even more so than the fandom was back then yeah, and I think like social media and just fandom mentality these days has definitely assisted in that. Um, because like with the rise of popularity in in Star Wars, in Marvel, in DC, all of that, um, has kind of just made these things a bit more cool than they may have been back in the seventies and eighties. Um, they're not as kind of you're not as ridiculed for liking them as much anymore. So there's more people interested in them because they're not afraid to say that they like them and share their love for it anymore and like that was clearly evident over the course of the weekend because the amount of people from all different walks of life was insane like they um cam was the guy who was like the hype guy before the the live shows and he would always do like a shout out to be like how many people are from here here and here and it was from like nearly every continent in the globe there was people there so it was a, a, a proper like star wars community event i loved it and uh, before I let you go, Lucas Films, of course, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That got a new trailer as well. Did you see it? I did. Um, I actually thought the first trailer might have been better. Um, this one didn't really land for me as well as the first one did, but I'm still curious about it. I've never been a diehard fan of Indiana Jones. I've always been kind of like, oh, yeah, they're fun. But I know other people are much more <laughs> um, invested in their success than I have been. Um, but... A I really hope there, there is a boulder. There, there's a boulder in this, and I was like, "Oh my god, they've brought back the boulder! What a cameo!" So, <laughs> so you're, you're you're totally just like, "I like that boulder. That is a nice boulder." That is a, that is exact. I was like, "Yes, I'm Donkey from Trek. That's, that's a nice boulder." I, you, I, I, I popped I popped for the boulder. I was like, "Oh my god, there's a boulder!" Do you know that actually has another joke layered into it? Because G N E I S S, which I think is pronounced nice, is an actual type of rock. 
or something like that. Oh my god, that's so clever. <laughs> Isn't oh, I love it? That. <laughs> I don't know whether they intended that, but I remember being in do you know what? I was in the National History Museum and we were walking through this exhibit and I looked down and I was like, This rock is called nice and my husband just goes, Oh my god, it's a nice boulder. <laughs> Oh, that's how you know the two of you are meant to be together anyway for a start. He's been the Definitely. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I could talk to you about all this literally all day. Unfortunately, time is against us. Will you go to another one of these events? Do you think? Would it do you know what? You I would love to. I would really love to. The next one's going to be in Japan in I April see. 2025. And unfortunately, that's actually when I'm going on my very, very delayed honeymoon. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to afford to do both. Um, and they were actually around the same week that we were planning on going as well. Um, and I don't think I can convince Seb to take me to Japan for Star Wars celebration for our honeymoon. So um, I might have to miss the next one. But do you know if there's another one down the line, which I'm sure there will be. Um, yes, I, I would go back. Um, like, yes, it's expensive. But what you see and what you get and the joy of, of the experience, you know, I, I do think that if you are a diehard fan, it's totally worth it. Absolutely. And uh, look, there's a lot of things there to keep Star Wars fans entertained over the next, well, to be fair, like in, well into the next decade, actually, with the amount of stuff that they actually announce games and everything. And um, where can people get more information on what you're doing and where should they go, Olivia, for all things geekness? Oh, well, if you'd like to follow me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Toxicoly. Um, that is a throwback to I have a chemistry degree. <laughs> so, uh, but if you want to also follow Geek Ireland, we are at Geek Ireland on Twitter and Instagram and also on TikTok. Um, and then our website is www.geekireland.com. Amazing. Editor at geekireland.com. Olivia Fahey, thank you very much for joining me once again on FM 104.